welcome to 44 at 60. At a business event in early 2019, your host Trevor Lee foolishly agreed to run the 2021 Classic Quarter. A 44-mile ultramarathon on the coastal path from the UK's most southerly point, Lizard Village, to the UK's most westerly point, Land's End. Okay, it's time to lace up the running shoes, load up on carbs and gels, and get this show on the Cornish coastal path. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome to episode 20 of the 44 at 60 podcast. This is our first podcast in 2020. That's why it's episode 20, obviously. But it's been worth the wait for this podcast because on this show, I've got the Francis Clark, a regional accountancy company. Uh, I've got their ultra running team. I've got Chris, I've got Jason, I've got Kim and Ben. We've all done the classic quarter of various parts of it and they're going to share their great experiences. It's a really fun interview. Let's get on with it. Let's welcome the, uh, the Francis Clark Ultra Running Team. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen. Take a bow. Okay, so here I am. I'm in Truro. I'm with the Francis Clark Ultra Running uh, Group, as they like to be known. I've got four people with me today. I've got Chris, Jason, Kim and Ben. So maybe I could ask you all just do a brief intro about yourself and just tell me a little bit about your, your running activity and uh, if you've got a favourite run that you did in 2019. Okay, thanks Trevor. My name's Chris Maidley. I got into running through the Francis Clark Running Club we have here. Um, and then it progressed from doing a relay bit of the Classic Quarter where you can run it in fours um, to actually doing my first ultra last summer, which was the Classic Quarter. Okay, excellent. Excellent. That's me. Great stuff. Thanks, Chris. I'll be coming back to you for some top tips as a first-timer <laughs> at the Classic Quarter for sure. Jason, now we, we met at a business event. You were wearing your Arc of Attrition sweatshirt we at the time. We did indeed, yeah. So um, I'm Jason Mitchell. I'm one of the partners here at PKF Francis Clark. Um, a bit like Chris, really. I got into running through our running club just really to lose a bit of weight um, and got a, got a bit addicted to it. Um, so as, as you probably know, you go through all the events and you up your game and your distance for each one. Um, I did a marathon, which is the Bath to Bristol Marathon, um, did that, and it didn't really seem enough. So I, I was like looking for the next goal. Um, and then I did, actually, I took on the Classic Quarter at that point. And that was, I think that was five years ago. Um, and then it's gone from there, really. So I've gone, I'm, I'm not an experienced, I, I'm experienced, but a bit of a novice runner, really. But I, I, I do have, tend to do quite a few ultras. Um, I've done the Mud Crew, the Plague, twice. Um, had a go at the Arc of Attrition last year. I, I got to St. Ives, didn't finish it, but still covered the 78-mile distance at that point. Uh, done the Classic Quarter four times, various other events. So. And you just said you weren't a very experienced ultra, right? <laughs> or experienced, but novice is what I meant. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Well, it sounds a lot of experience to me. So, um, welcome, uh, Kim. Hi, I'm Kim Medlin, and same with the other guys, got into running through, through work work run group really um so i did the classic quarter for the first time last year again like chris started off with just a leg of that and uh got swept up in the excitement of seeing other people do all of it jason and richard you know yes i could do this it would be amazing so we tried <laughs> great and succeeded yeah. great well stuff. i got there <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, good for you. And uh, the final member of our quartet. Um, my name's Ben Hart, and similar to everyone else, <laughs> I started the run club at work and then got convinced by Jason to keep doing longer and longer runs and 
I ended up doing the Bristol to Bath Marathon as well. Whereas when I got to the end of it, I was quite happy that was far enough. <laughs> um, and then this year got convinced to try classic water, the whole thing. But uh, my knee gave out and I only got halfway. But about three months later, went out and tried again just for a giggle. And covered most of it, but 31 miles of it. So wow. Just stopped. Just, just, just for a giggle. Yeah, for a giggle. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get home and let the dog out. So <laughs> otherwise we'd have got to the end. Okay, excellent. Well, this is tremendous that you've all got experience in the classic water, so I'm going to ask you for your top tips. But first of all, just tell me a little bit about your, your running club at work here, then, because it, it was, well, clearly some of you got running because of that. So is this a regular event? You know, do you go out on a regular night or something? Or Yeah, um, so um, uh, a gentleman here called Anthony Meehan, um, he's really the, the crux of it and put, and put the running club together for us. Um, I'm always very thankful for him for doing that and the effort he puts into it week really so we've been doing it i think it's it's over seven years now um i hope i haven't got that close uh, and we do it weekly anthony's there every week without fail um and a group of us have been doing it ever since really wow and is it, sorry is it a particular night you go out or yeah so or? we do we generally do this on tuesdays tuesday evenings after work okay the rest of it together. okay and and does mark pick it does he uh, turn up for your is he Lever his way into your group as yeah, well. Mark, yeah, Mark occasionally comes along. Does he? The car park waiting. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did the classic quarter in 2019, and I interviewed him, and he did mention you guys, and, and he came out with you a bit. Yeah, he came out for a training run as well. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in May. Yeah, we did the training run. Right. Okay. So my plan is to do half the classic quarter as a relay of two this year, and full beam 2021. So I'm here today to pick up your best tips, either things that I should do or things that you did that I shouldn't do. <laughs> um, so just feel free to um, you know chip in and, and, and help me out here with your your top tips. Are you looking? Are you going to do two legs at once, or are you going to split it with the person? Are you going to do one and three? The other person. At the, at the moment, we're doing half and half. Okay. Yeah, and that's probably probably a better approach building up to the ultimate. Without, you won't get arrested in the build-up. Yeah, well, I was a bit worried if I stop, I'll just yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. so um, so I think at the moment I'm doing the first half, and and my mate from the running club, Andy Williams, is doing the second half. Yeah, I think food is the biggest thing you've got to get used to. Um, just how to digest food whilst you're running and practicing eating different things in your training runs so that you know you can. And easy yeah. food. Easy yeah. Food. Baby food. What, what do you mean by easy food, though, Kim? <laughs> um, baby food. Uh, so um, I researched a bit beforehand, and uh, fruit, uh, pureed fruit pouches was a big one. Pureed fruit? Yeah. I'm this down here. Pureed, pureed fruit, yeah. Uh, it's just easy to open, to digest. And, 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 and literally, just... the, literally the stuff that you buy for a Baby. Yeah, literally, right. they do just Ella, Ella's kitchen pouches, and some other lady on the Classic Quarter for 2019 was raving about them. She couldn't believe she had not used them before. Now, you <laughs> you did the Classic Quarter for the first time uh, this year, as, as indeed you did, Chris. Yeah. So, um, did, you, did you literally practice eating the baby food before you did the run? No, I literally took it with me. And for, the just, yeah. for the first time yeah. all the way around there? Yeah. Okay. It's only fruit, isn't it? Sure, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and, I had a lot and it was fine. Yeah. It was easy to eat, actually. So, that, yeah. you're desperate, you'll eat anything. Yeah, so. well, yeah. 
So I wasn't eating baby food. I was mainly eating flapjacks, hot cross buns. <laughs> hot cross buns? Yeah. yeah, weirdly, hot cross buns seem to work. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say, um, with, with the food and stuff, it's always better to try out first, rather than, <laughs> rather than going it for your first ultra and, and taking it. Because you want to get used to knowing what your body can, can digest and use. And, um, it's just, just like on the day. However, on the day, um, it all depends because I've done some ultra, ultras where I, I can quite happily eat, eat a lunch, a sandwich and things in the middle and others where I can't stomach any solid food whatsoever. So you've got to play it by ear. Um, with the classic quarter, um, you're allowed to have a kit bag halfway. So in that, I tend to put some food in um, and mix it up a bit um, to see how I feel at that point. Okay. Ben, what about when you did your marathon? Was that a, did you do some eating on the run then or? Recently, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the one you did Bristol to Bath. Oh, that was years ago. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, when you did your, I'll go for a giggle. The giggle around some food there. Um, cocktail sausages. Cocktail sausages. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just sausages. <laughs> right. Got through about thirty of those. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> and you're not kidding, I'm <laughs> uh, Sweet and vinegar crisps. Yeah. Salt oh, yes. punishment yeah. is quite, quite important. Salt so tablets. This, this is the other side. Yeah. <laughs> salt tablets. That's yeah. interesting. I yeah. suffered with, so I did thirty miles of the quarter in two thousand eighteen, and fell and suffered really badly with cramp for like the whole of the last leg. So I took salt tablets this time right. to preempt the no cramp or try. Did that work? It was much better. Yeah, definitely. And so is that a literally a tablet? That yeah, they're just little chewable ones. Yeah, someone offered me one about 30 miles in, and I, I was scared. You don't know how you, I've never done one before, and I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it may just, yeah. <laughs> like I say, train with your food, so if you're going to do something, you can do it really, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, salt tablets for you, Jason? Yeah, so I, I think I think with the salt tablets, what the, the what's just as important as the food, and, and the reason why you, you need the salt tablets is hydration. Um, goes without speaking, really. You've, you've got to hydrate. You've got to keep hydrated when you're running. Um, with, with, with the drinking, um, it's basically little and often. Um, you're going to get dehydrated. You, you're, doing, you're running 44 miles. You're doing it in June. It's normally quite warm. Um, so so you, you, you've got to space that out. And with the salt, with the, the, the salt tablets, what they're good for, um, and I do, I do occasionally use them, particularly on the longer distances, it's just basically keeping all the electrolytes um, your system for rehydration and things like that. If you get dehydrated to the point where um, you're not keeping on top of your water, it can be really difficult to get back. Um, and once you get into that zone, you'd start feeling unwell. I've been there, still finished the races, but it just makes it a bit of an unpleasant experience at that point in time. So with, keep, with the salt, you want to be taking the salt tablets, not when you get dehydrated, dehydrated you want them in advance. Um, and it's the same with the drinking. Basically, listen to your body um, when you want to drink, um, things you need to take in. On the on the opposite side, and again, getting a bit more serious with, with the water, you, you have got to be careful um, because you can over intake, particularly if you're drinking large quantities, and that's a health risk. So you've got to be a bit careful in that regard as well. Okay. So little and often um, through the race, and, and listening to your body. And did any of you have a particular drink that you found worked for you? 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm using the uh, Mertens at the moment because Kipchoge uses them, so I'm sure it's going to have a rub off on me. Yeah, it hasn't worked so far, but. <laughs> drank some flats, Coca Cola, ah. in, yeah, in one pouch to make sure it's really flat. Somebody else told me about that. Yeah, yeah one of the other podcasts. Yeah. That seemed to work, work quite well, but mainly water. I, I'm quite happy with water. Okay. Water and electrolytes are quite good. Yeah. Right. So tell me about the course then, because my, my grand plan this year was to recce all of the course in five or six stages. I managed one and I just couldn't fit all this in, but I'm, I'm going to do it this year before the, the half. So is there any bits of the course that I really need to look out for? I'd say leg three is probably the least exciting one. So that runs from Perinuthneau to Lamorna, but the majority of it is on roads through Penzance, sort of along the promenade. Oh, yes. As opposed to yeah. being true sort of coast path running. Yeah. Um, now someone told me at that stage to change shoes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I, uh, that I changed into some road lightweight shoes, and I'm not sure whether it helped, but it's quite nice to put on a fresh pair of it was socks not, and yeah. shoes. It was nice to put yeah. on some fresh shoes. <laughs> did you all? Did you do that as well? Okay? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Change shoes. No, I I don't do that, and I should. Um, <laughs> and my crew have been advised for the art this year to make sure that I change my shoes on that section. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. They have to pin me down. <laughs> change my shoes and my socks, uh, and it's one of my t- own tips. And I never, I, I need to stick to my gun. Because uh, is it about eight miles that section on the road? Did yeah. someone say? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. From Marazion all the way to the top of the hill out of Mausel, and the top of the hill out of Mausel is it's a big hill. <laughs> <laughs> it leads onto a really unpleasant stretch. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So which which I mean, this might be an obvious question, but which is the which is the Toughest part of the course. Is it towards the end? Leg, leg four, I'd say. Um, th- there's probably two bits. Uh, um, leg four, you start at Lamorna and you finish at Land's End. It's quite undulating, um, lots of elevation. It's, you, you, lots it's, of steps, yeah, isn't it? Lots of rock climbing. So it's, a bit, it's a bit challenging uh, in that aspect. When you've got to remember, you've also got tired legs at that point, um, which makes it a bit, a bit tougher, obviously. Yeah. I, I think leg two. Is almost it's almost a mental one it's tough in toughness because it's the longest section and you've got between the checkpoints it's just over, I think it's thirteen miles on that bit um, and it just seems to go on um, and that's when you'll probably start to feel feel some of the tiredness coming through and then you, then it comes and you've got to focus on your mental strength to get through at that point and it's it is mental from that point it's, it's the physicalness um, you've got to have that but your mental strength is what will get you to the end. And how, and how, do you have any top tips of maintaining your mental strength? I mean, you, I guess everybody must have points where they just want to stop and you don't and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So how, how do you cope? Have you got any little tips each of any of you want to reveal? It was my first ultra, and I definitely was running down into Port Kerno, which would be about 39 miles, and I burst into tears. I've got no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was fine mentally until then, but I'm not sure why that happened. Did you think maybe because you knew that you were now going to complete it, you were that close? <laughs> I think I'd seen the steps going back up towards oh. the back <laughs> <from> <laughs> That's probably why. I, yeah. I think, I'm not quite sure. But yeah, it's, it's a weird emotion. Like, not normally someone to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, what about you? It was your first classic quarter in 2019. So. We probably shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it very well. I was, I was not good by mile nine. 
yeah. Right. I was uh, struggling. We ran into a headwind for the first 12 miles. And uh, Jason looked at me at mile nine going, what? It's mile nine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kim, get it together. But, but, so, but uh, I think that's a good yeah. demonstration of is, um, I was the same when I did my first classic 15. I was, I was about the same point. I was in a very good state. <laughs> Um, it just demonstrates that you, you can feel pretty awful quite early on in the race and, and you sort of realise how far you've got to go and how daunting it is, but you get through it. Um, you find a way to get through it and that it is the mental strength that does that. So whatever Kim was doing mentally got you to the end and um, you finished it. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not sure how. And that's a testament <laughs> really to ultra running. It's, it's what, what gets you through. I mean, I mean, for me, um, some of the things I do, and you might, some, some of them are quite normal, some of them might think are a bit strange, but... I, I, I always think about, I always have a view in my head about finish, crossing the finishing line um, at the end and what the feeling like, achieve, a sense of achievement and all that kind of thing. But along the race, what I do is I, I, I tend to break it down and just like, I focus on crossing the checkpoint lines, break down the distance and just focus on the next goal each time. But the one thing I always do for any race is I always get in my head um, a very positive thought, something that's happened in my life that's been very positive. So, and I get that stuck in my head. So when I do break, I just think about that thought um, to give me a bit of an uplift and things. Some people use music and they have a power song in the brain and things like that. All these kind of things help the me- like the mental. Yeah, because some, some of the people who've been on previous episodes have said you, you, you've got to break it down into, into little bits, uh, even little five or six mile chunks. Yeah. Um, and, and Chris, you know, you're a you're well, you're a former cricketer or occasional cricketer <laughs> now, but but you'll know from you know you and I realised before before we started recording we played cricket against each other and uh, when I whenever I play cricket I always think well if I'm going to get a hundred today then I've got to think about getting to ten and then twenty yeah. and then uh, back for an hour mm-hmm. and then and don't even think about the hundred for you know until I'm kind of got to about eighty something and then start to get a little nervous and excited that it's it's on the horizon so yeah great stuff great stuff. Um, okay, well, uh, any other any other top tips anybody's got for me on the classic quarter? If you can't run, move as fast as you can. Right, okay. Just keep moving. Just, keep just moving. literally, just move as fast as you can. You don't have to run. You don't like, have to run the hills. No. You don't have to run the hills. That's a good point. I think Andy Gowndry, I don't really know Andy, but yeah, yeah. he was my first uh, person interviewed on the podcast, and he said, walk up all the hills, even the first one. If you're listening in a handy, Jason, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried to run hills until I couldn't run hills. I did try to first leg in a bit. Right. The aim was to run the hills still. Okay. Um, knowing that you're going to be walking them for a lot of the race, so you may as well yeah. run yeah. a few of them. Okay. <laughs> um, right. This so. one, say no more, but Vaseline, you just need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Top okay. tip. And, and did, did any of you have a, a pre race meal of any sort that you, you know, either the night before or on the morning of the event, big breakfast, big snap up breakfast or, uh, or any, any, any things like that? Porridge and toast for me. Porridge breakfast. and toast? Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I tend to carve late night before with a bit of pasta. Oh, yeah. Pasta. Great. Okay. So what have you all got lined up for 2020 then? Any, uh, any interesting stuff going on? I've got the ARP 50. So Jason's doing yeah, and I'm doing 15, so that'll be my second ultra. Okay, that goes from the Minap to Tower. Great, and that's the first of February. Yeah, well, I'll be at the 
depends on the station as a volunteer. So I'll look out for it, see how you do. I'll be ready, microphone in hand to <laughs> see, how you, see how you're getting on. I mean, that, that's you know, just an epic thing to do, doesn't it? So for me, I, I, I've actually I've entered a few this year. So um, got the Arc of Attrition, very first of Jan, doing the hundred, coming up. Really looking forward to that. As tough as it is, um, we then got an event which perhaps we'll talk about in a minute, which is basically the Mental Health One Hundred. So um, I've entered that one. Hopefully doing the hundred k. Um, we'll look to see how that goes. I've entered the Mug Free Play in August. Um, so entries open for that on New Year's Day. It ends up pretty fast, so it's a good one to get into. Um, really good event, the Mike Free Festival in August. Um, and then the next one I've entered is the famous UTMB. So I'm going in for the CCC and hopefully hear from the ballot on that in like Jan. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. What about you, Kim? What have you got lined up? Um, so just the, the Mental Health Ultra so far for 50k. Right. Um, and then that will decide whether I do all of the water again this year and try and enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> and Ben, you're going for a giggle somewhere, are you? I'm going to do the mental health one. Are you? Okay. Only the right, right. Now this is, this event um, is uh, sponsored by yourselves, I think, isn't it, Francis Clark? It is, yeah, it is indeed. It is, it is. So tell us about it. Yeah. So um, Simon Barnes from the UK Sports and Community Centre basically came in to see us look, um, um, for, looking basically for sponsorship for the event uh, and then he sort of like relayed the the nature of it and, and why he brought it up, which was linked to men's, mental health um, matters. Um, and yeah, so we were, we were really, we're, as Clark, I mean, we're really focused on mental health and things. And as soon as he mentioned what it was for, um, we just signed our name up to it, really, really proud to sponsor it. And we love, love ultra running, so what, what better thing to do? Okay, so, so just, let's just where can people go and enter this race? Right, so the race is on 21st of March 2020. Um, to find the registration page, it's basically you, are, you go through Facebook, look up UK Sports and Community Centre, or if you type in Mental Health Ultra 100 into, the, into a search engine, um, you'll find the registration. Okay. Well, there'll be some, there's usually a few little show notes attached to the podcast, so I will find a link and I'll stick it on the show notes so that people who want to enter that, they can, but they need to probably crack on and, and get their entry in quickly because um, yeah. it's extraordinary how these places fill up because uh, we're recording this in early January and uh, I entered the uh, Red Rat on January the 1st when the when the, uh, things opened and I read somewhere that one of the, one of the was it the Black Rat or something had almost filled up on the first day or something. So yeah, that's, yeah, there was a few places left on the last bus I think for the Black was within, within a couple was of days. Quite amazing. Well, that's a that's a great thing for you guys to be involved in to you know to raise money in, in that way. So um, um, my own little fundraising thing for when I do the forty four at sixty is I'm trying to raise a hundred pounds a mile, um, but I'm going to do it for the Cornwall Music Services Trust to enable youngsters who don't normally get the opportunity to play to learn music because of various circumstances to to help them do that. Because my daughter's a, a aspiring musician, she's at music college, she does all the editing of this, so she's been lucky that she's managed to you know, create music for herself, so uh, that's what I'm doing. So, well, there we go. So, Chris, Jason, Kim, Ben, thank you very much indeed. Welcome. Um, it's been terrific fun uh, meeting you all and listening to your top tips, and uh, I've written them all down there, so just to summarise, what I need to pack my uh, bag with is uh, uh, Ella's Kitchen for you, Purees, uh, 
stuff them inside hot cross buns, sprinkle some salt and vinegar crisps with them, and file in a few cocktail sausages, and then I'll be, <laughs> I'll, and, and then swill it all down with flat coke, and I'll be away. <laughs> and don't forget the salt tablets. Yes. So uh, brilliant. So I'm, I'm geared up now. I already feel as though I can crack this, even though I'm 18 months away from doing it. So, but I'll look out for you both on the architecture. So best of luck for that. And. Thank uh, you. And uh, I'll be doing half of the classic quarter, so may see some of you there as well. Yeah. So terrific stuff. Thank you very much indeed. That's great. Thank, Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. So there we go. That was the Francis Clark Ultra Running Team. A very big thanks to Jason, to Chris, to Kim and to Ben and to Richard, who set it all up in the first place. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. I learned so much during that episode. I keep having to replay it or I'm going to have to keep replaying it to pick up all the top tips that I was given because there were just so many of them. So um, that was fantastic. So thank you very much to the Francis Clark running team. There we go. So I'll be back with another episode very soon. Thanks for listening. That's it for another episode of 44 at 60. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please do leave a review on your podcast app or wherever you download the podcast from. And we hope you've been inspired to get your running shoes on.